You do know that probably into, not probably, until close to my 30s, maybe 28, 27, the whole, the entire concept of a dream was formed. Nope, let me, let me not exaggerate. The concept of a dream at 25 was foreign, you know. Um, don't get me wrong, I had moments. I remember when I first um, started playing football in high school and then actually went to college to play. And But after that, you know, stopped playing, you know, got distracted. But then I also think about, like, what did I do after that? Like, I legit remember giving up. Like, I remember after whatever happened in sports, I had made a choice that it was just better. Um, It was legit just better for me to get what I could. (laughs) You know, like, it was better for me to stop shooting for the stars because what I considered an attempt to the stars with football in college was such a discouraging failure that I never wanted to feel like that again. And then I, so I walked away from that. Didn't really have any dreams after that. I remember just really just wanting to be able to pay for rent, have my own car. So I'll pay a car note or cash out a car. Have my own space and have a job to allow me to afford those things. And have a girl. Um, I'm not, yeah. That was, that was it. <laughs> That's all I wanted. And honestly, man, that's tough to think. Honestly, I made a pretty cool life for myself without hope. Honestly, (laughs) that's tough to say. Honestly, I think I made a decent life as a believer without faith. See, that part right there kind of stuck. I'm I'm, I'm thinking, I'm I'm telling you, I'm actually giving you all like live (laughs) access to how my brain works sometimes. Because I've been talking about this concept of dreaming, of you know, when you become a parent or a father or an adult, you have responsibilities. You got bills to pay. You have obligations. Um, so where does obligation rank when it comes to purpose? Where does purpose rank when it comes to dreams? Can your dream be your purpose? Like, you know, just all these thoughts. But long story short, long story short. I just remember that the first couple years of my life as a believer, faith wasn't, I don't, help me out, y'all, because I'm saying this because it's like, I, I had faith, you know, I said I had a wife, I had, you know, we wanted our children to be healthy, so I was operating faith, but I wasn't dreaming, and it's like, I'm trying to think of like how many times was I operating in faith for anything? I don't. It's just I don't know. But I want to talk about it a little bit, man. So this show is going to be about dreams 
or the lack thereof and what it does to your family. I made this podcast for my sons. This podcast is not political. This podcast is for the people. It's for the fathers. It's for the sons that will be fathers of the sons and the daughters that do have fathers. This podcast is for men. You are listening to The Fathership Project. So listen, I want to welcome you to the Fathership Project. I am your host, Demetrius Early. Um, and I want to thank you for coming. Uh, hopefully you liked the last episode, the 2K version of A Real Man, featuring all of my boys, well, cameos from the other two. They didn't really say much, um, but what they said was powerful in his own right. Um, but mostly featuring my oldest boy, Carter James. Um, it was a dope conversation. You know, it was always... Uh, a blessing to be able to just listen to your children talk there's there's so much data <laughs> there's so much market research and just listening to a child speak because they're so pure because they have no agendas just yet i mean some of them sort of you know if they want something from you but when they don't want nothing they just talking um you can you can you can get a pretty uh proper gauge into just the kids, you know, where they are mentally, what they, what they're hearing, what they're seeing, some some of the worries, some of the things that you um, didn't think they caught up on, some of the things that you know they caught up on. But it's a great opportunity. So, and I actually just wanted to piggyback on that, man, for today. Um, I'm not going to be with you long as we're still working on restructuring the podcast. I wanted to, first and foremost establish consistency that was the first thing i wanted to do is is reestablish consistency uh, with my listeners so um i appreciate everybody for listening the fact that i've taken this time and come back and upon posting receiving close to the same numbers i did for my last post when i was post you know when i was dropping a new show at least once or twice a week um is a blessing. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, every time I see a new episode, meet y'all listen, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you email me at the Fathership Project at Gmail, just say, hey, I've listened to every show. I love it. Um, I wish you would do this more. I wish you would do this less. Um, I, honestly, to whatever extent, I am just, I'm completely and 150% grateful. Um, and if you send me, that email at the fathership project at gmail i would love to communicate with you talk to you maybe even send you some stuff i got some dope merch i'm about to re-release i got some cool things from previous brands as many of y'all know i started off as live with me real before that i was with also radio as still live with me real before that it was 
oh so gospel you know so i you know and i still got wristbands and t-shirts you know but no but even if you know it's not for a prize or anything i just thank you guys for checking the show out thank you for listening and i pray that it does some type of benefit i pray that you get some laughs i pray that you get some clarity i pray that you get some confirmation um but most importantly i pray that you understand that i am speaking from a place of learning a place of desiring to encourage as well as partnership um you're not in this alone that's why i say reach out um, follow me on all social platforms at a dad coach well instagram and twitter um, twitter i'm highly highly vocal instagram is still more about pictures but wherever you comment um i'm talking to you <laughs> so i leave that up to the listeners on how we communicate as long as we get to just communicate man so long story short i wanted to talk about this dreaming thing and I say I want to talk about it because I continue to think about the dreams of my parents. Um, and have I ever seen my parents go after something that they wanted? Have I seen my parents take risks? Have, what have I seen my parents do? And what has that done to me um, as I become an adult and a parent? How I do it. So the one thing that I was looking at my parents is that my parents have always been responsible. Even though my mother was young, she was 17 when she actually gave birth to me. She got pregnant at 16. My dad was, I want to say 18. He was a young guy as well. Um, I just think about these two people who immediately became responsible, right? But I still believe that they had dreams. I, I believe that my dad, you know, my dad was playing basketball. Tore, he had a real bad knee surgery. Um... But I wonder, you know, you know, was there a dream and was it shattered because of the knee surgery? Um, and then I kind of want to know, or was those dreams shattered when I was born? born? You know, it's like, hey, I got a son. I got to be responsible. I ain't, uh-uh. I, I don't know if I'm going to the invade, but I know that these people going to pay me if I come to work every day, so. My mom, you know, but then I was thinking about, especially, you know, thinking about my mom. And I'm like, man, my mom was a teenage mother, right? That was in high school. That graduated and has been a nurse for excellent, you know, a long time. Um, which made me think about if did my parents' dreams change when they became responsible? You know, just just that entire dynamic, like what. What happened because, I mean, first of all, for any of you young mothers, man, that getting pregnant in college or high school, being able to finish one, I know there has to be a presence of a village or maybe sometimes just God helping you do it, you know, do it on your own um, or do it with very little resources. But you, but you gotta, you gotta be a different kind of beast to be able to endure that and Make it to the other side. So that's what I'm asking. Like, parents, are your kids seeing you dream? Are they seeing you go for stuff? Are you having a conversation like, man, I want this, so I went after it. And then they get to see you because they live with you or they, you know, hopefully they live with you or they spend enough time with you. But at least that they see these things where, you know, I remember my dad sitting in the um, living room. I had these books. And I want to say it was something. I want to say he wanted to be an electrician, but I know his trades, and I saw him taking the test. So, as soon as I get into the plant, first thing I do, bah, take that test. 
get the certification to start going through the trades um, apprenticeship program. I saw my dad used to run and play basketball with the uh, U, with the UAW for many, many years when I was a kid. I remember being at the practices and being at the games. But I just wonder, I wonder where his dreams went. I wonder if he was living a dream. He might have been living a dream. He taking care of his family, his mother, his dad. Like he was, my dad was doing everything. You know, I think about my mom. Now she's, you know, a nurse and go, she's going to be a nurse. She's walking into that if she hasn't finished her program in real time. So like I said, I've seen my mother dream in the last couple of years. I've seen her dream as a, as a grown woman. I've seen her dream. And sometimes I've even had the opportunity to be able to encourage her. Like, Ma, you can, you're not done. <laughs> like you can still do a new thing and be great at it. You can still enter into a new industry or you can still improve. You can like, you're not done growing, which has been cool as a son to be able to do that because, you know, she encouraged me and allowed me to do everything I wanted to do. <laughs> and, and I laugh because <laughs> I sometimes wish she wouldn't have been that cool because I was out of my mind. But anyway, I digress. So I was just thinking about that. Thinking about, man, am I, am, I, am I raising my boys? Am I raising my young men to be dreamers? Or conformists? Dad, I want you to ask yourself that. Are you, are you conditioning your children to be dreamers or conformists? Are you are you are you talking and having the conversations where finding your purpose is is ranked high, or are they in a world where making sure that they're being responsible is the the only goal, the sole purpose, right? So it's not about finding your purpose. The sole purpose is about being responsible. Like just what like what does it look like for you? Because that's what I've been thinking about. like, And that's why I initially, when I came back, asking a conversation about, can you be a good man and a good father? And many people always separated the two. But as I think about it, that is, if I'm not a good man, but I'm only a good father, then I'm all talk. I say, listen, if I am a good man, if I'm not a good man, but I am a good father, then I'm all talk. Because if I'm not showing them the characteristics of a good person, of a good man, then I'm raising them with my words. And it's one of my favorite quotes, but it was said that a child learns from what their father, what their father does, not from what he talks about. I think about that all the time. Like, man. And it's challenging me that. Man, so I have to become a better man because I want my children to know what it looks like when they become 18 or 19 and they like, oh, I want to be a good man or I, you know, how, like what's the process? Who, who have I seen actually go after it? Not just, hey, I'm here, I'm existing and I'm a good man, but actually going after it, seeing my dad read the Bible, seeing my dad exercise, seeing him change how he eats, seeing him going after promotions, seeing him being his purpose, seeing him encourage and help others, seeing him love on my mother the right way, seeing him love on family, seeing him take care of the less fortunate, seeing him 
like seeing my father be a good man raised me to know that the bare minimum I had to be a man that people could depend on. I had to be a man of my word. My dad said, that's all you had. These were things that were instilled in me. And I really don't know how to say this, but the one thing when I think about how this stuff works, the one thing that I have to admit that wasn't instilled in me was to dream. And it's not their fault. Many, many people grow up in this world without the luxury of dreaming. It's like when they're kids, it's like, oh, I'm going to be an astronaut. Oh, I'm going to be a cop. They get older and like, oh, I'm going to go to the NBA. They get a little bit older and they're like, oh, I'm going to coach for a great team. They get a little older. Oh, I'm going to make sure I pay all my bills. I don't know, it's something that happens in the kid when he's three that says he wants to be an astronaut to the kid that's 14 that decides that he can't be. So he chooses something else. You know, I'm saying I'm just thinking about thinking about a Kobe Bryant as a kid. Like at some point, greatness had to be cultivated. And I would want to say that had to be witnessed. I don't know. I'm 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 just sharing my thoughts. I'm sharing my thoughts because I am now entering into a place where I have been so responsible and I'm going to continue to be responsible. But now I'm thinking about being responsible, not just in the natural, but being responsible in a way that I have influence over three young men, a little bit, maybe four as my, when I talk about my wife, because she's watching me too, but, but mostly my boys. And is it responsible for me to teach them just to work to get a check? Just to be a number in a room? And can I teach them to be responsible? Contribute to the community? Can I teach them that what you can get isn't the only thing God wants you to have? But the difference between that is faith and works. So, dads, I want you to ask yourself. I want you to, like, literally self-assess. Just sit in the room and be like, man, have I given up on being great? Okay, dad, you're 40 years old. Maybe, maybe we're not talking about you being an astronaut no more. You know, you didn't tore your ACL. You, you, you know, 45 years old. You don't even want to be an astronaut anymore. But do you still want to grow? Like, like, are you, what are you chasing? Can your children see you chasing something? Or if you've been chasing, your kids seeing you remain consistent. I'm asking these questions because I, I, I've talked to too many young guys with no hope, with no faith, and no belief, and only desire to get what they have, only seen their entire lives. Because they don't believe that what is beyond their arena or beyond their environment is even for them. There are too many children that are sitting up in a world watching other people be great and think that greatness is only for them. Because they live in a house or they live in an environment 
that tells them that greatness exists, but it's not obtainable. You know, that only special people have this and the special people that have it is because it's easier. It's because they're taller. It's because their parents, you know, have money. It's because, like, they're, like, what about the kid that didn't have the silver spoon, that didn't have all these extraordinary things, but he just was raised in a home where people um, just didn't decided not to take no for an answer. And they decided to work and they taught work ethic and they taught going above and beyond not watching what other people are doing but making sure that you're maximizing time and, and ability in every chance you get I just been thinking man that it's listening to younger people talk and listening to some of the music and just the TV and the influencers of the day I'm just starting to think that man I hope all of us dads I hope all of us dads are encouraging our young men to be and provide more. I'm praying that we're still telling our young men that they can be more, that they can do more, that they can contribute more, and they will. I'm wondering if we have stopped telling our children that they can change the world and we're now just telling our kids that they have to understand and adapt to the current status of the world are we telling our children that hey you can change the world son are we telling them listen this is the world we live in and you need to just fit in fit your, you just need to fit i've just been thinking When I think about the dad, the kids want to be great. I start thinking about the parents. Like, dad, do you know that if you're still breathing, there's still opportunity for you to be greater than you've ever been? Moms too, but I'm talking to my dads. Do you know, dad, that even though you might have screwed all this everything up in your life, you didn't went to prison, you didn't cheated, so your wife left you, you didn't, you just didn't messed up. But the one thing you ain't never did wrong is that you know you've been a man about your kids and you've been in your kids' life. And I want to ask you something. Do you think that because you've wronged, you've done things wrong, you've you've messed up, you you've sinned, you crappy, you know, you made big mistakes. Do you think that now that just because you've made so many mistakes in your life, that God still just only desires now for you to live at the bare minimum because you have screwed up? Like you screwed up so much, it's no longer about me being perfect. It's not perfect. It's no longer about me being in my purpose, or no longer about me being a better man or great or becoming great. It's more about me, man. Listen, I'm just gonna take care of my kids. I'm just gonna hold down what I can hold down because I I messed up so much. It's no way that I could be great now. I messed up for too long. I'm curious because I've had a conversation. And that's basically what this young man told me. He was like, man, you know, man, everything I did, I'm just trying to raise my kids now. And I'm like, listen, that's admirable because your kids need you. But God not done with you yet, boy. <laughs> Think about this. What if you still haven't done the greatest thing you'll ever do? <laughs> no matter how old you are, Dad. What if I told you is that there's still a, there's still a level of greatness that you have not unlocked in you? 
And if you continue to push, you continue to talk to God, you continue to be obedient, you continue to grow in faith and discernment, that that the bar that you've already left for your children will continue to climb because you're continuing to raise it because greatness is still in your bag. I don't know. I'm just, I pray this helps somebody because I just want to encourage that. I want to have this conversation, you know, and I'm taking a break and I'm talking like this because there's so many times we sit and we find topics and we pick, you know, people apart. We pick these subjects apart and we talk on them and we share our two cents. And I'm just kind of personalizing as I'm processing just new life and new, 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 um, new seasons. And is that I want to have a conversation with the dads like, Yeah, you're an adult. Maybe yes, you're not gonna go to the NBA no more, man. You, you know, you're five foot four. You you you're slower. Like no, 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 no. But what if I told you that the NBA was the only thing God wanted to unlock in you? The NBA or going here or that first marriage working. What if I told you that despite all your failure and no matter how great of a father you are, no matter how many dope lines you got for your kids and dope rules and dope standards. What if I told you that while you're trying to be a great dad, God is not done building you and encouraging you and cultivating and walking you into a place of you being a greater man? Or is it just easier to just be a great dad because being a great dad and trying to be a great man seemed like too much work? I don't know. But I want to tell you, Dad, that you're, that, that you're not done being great. And the greater you become, the greater you push. Wherever you stop growing is where your children will start. So when we talk about, man, you know, people are they ahead of us, this, that. Yes, yes. There has been wage gaps. There has been monstrosities. Um, and wicked things, but we serve a God that that what was done was intended for evil. Like, listen, we serve a God that has no limitations. So despite historically what has happened to people, you know, despite your demographic, despite your family's um, status. What if I told you that who you decide to be? is exactly where your kids will have the opportunity to start at. Think about that. Think about who you are right now. If your child became just like you had everything you had right now, from the mindset to the material things, to the relationship with God, to the relationship with their mother, do you want your child to have everything you have as his end game. If you say no, stop being a great coach and start be, start 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 working back into becoming a great player again. Dads, get back in the game, baby. We not done just because we got kids. We got marriages to grow. We got we got portfolios to grow. We got experiences to grow. We got new. We got we got things to learn. We got we got a lot to do. So that when we're done, the bar is so high that if our kids only 
make it there. It's a blessing. Because truth be told, I want my kids better me, better than me. But I don't want them better than me because I'm done bettering me. That's a good one. I need to write that down. I do want my kids to be better than me, but I don't. But that's not just because I'm done bettering me. I got to play that back. That was hard. <laughs> Let me say it one more time. Let me see. I do want my children to be better than me. But I don't want to make it easy for them just because I'm done bettering me. That's a bar. I knew I should have kept rapping. I'm joking. Maybe one day I'll play one of my songs so y'all can hear that when I talk about me rapping, y'all should just y'all should just start going in the, into in y'all prayer language like, God, please st stop, st please stop this from happening. But I'm done. Dads, God's not done with you yet. He's not. Think about it, Abraham and the things he did as an old man. If he would have thought God was done with him when he was in his 20s. Man, I messed up already. I mean, just. I messed up already. Imagine if Moses would have really just gave in. Like, hey, man, look, I messed up already. I didn't kill somebody, man. I'm, mm -mm. There is no way after what I've done I can be great. And Moses was. Not Moses. Yeah, Moses. Moses was kind of on that. He, made, he was making a whole bunch of excuses when God came and spoke to him. He had every reason why he couldn't be what God was asking him to be. <laughs> and what a merciful God we serve. He said, well, here's Aaron. Here's a staff. <laughs> but the thing of it was, Moses was still willing. He made excuses for himself. He tried to cop his way out, but God was firm and was like, nah, that's not. We not. We not talking about. We not negotiating. <laughs> I'm telling you what you're going to do, and I'm going to offer you resources and help. So, dads, I want you to think. If your sons right now decided, if your sons right now only, only could have what you have mentally, spiritually, relationship-wise, financially, if your kid's ceiling was where you are right now, is that enough? And if it's not, then how the heck are you okay with it being okay for you? Because as much as your son loves you, your kids, man, they get older. And if you have, you have actually had these conversations with them, they'll tell you, your kids don't want you to accept mediocre because mediocre is going to keep them taken care of at the basis for them. Man, listen, there are marvels of this world we would have never experienced if the people who created them gave up. Because they want to just be responsible. And when I say be responsible, I'm talking about not trying to be great, but just trying to get in where they fit in. Because being great is hard. I said it, man. <laughs> Stop being average because it's easier. <laughs> so be encouraged, man. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, inbox me at the Fathership Project at Gmail or Fathership Project at Gmail. Either one. I got them both. Email me, or you can follow me on social media at a dad coach. Let's chop it up, dads. Let's get this conversation going. You follow me on social media. You can see. I'll try to get the conversation going on there. You can jump in the comments. You can jump in the inbox. We can, um, we're here to build. We're here to talk. We're here to grow. We're here to learn. Like I said, because God not done with us yet. In the assembly, 
being around men of God, being around strong, successful people, it does something to you. It, and it grants you not just access, but perspective. Because don't get me wrong, perspective. I mean, access is dope. But if you're perspective old, I can put you in a room with a billion dollars. And if your perspective is messed up, it still wouldn't benefit you to the extent it would have if your mind, if you was looking at it right. But I'm excited. Well, we're entering, you know, not all of us, but many are entering into a new season, um, especially with uh, the Fathership Project. I'm excited because the, the, the conversations are going to be a less about correcting someone else and more about correcting us, focusing on, you know, focusing on building us. And we got to get back to the to the live with me real aspect. We got to talk a little bit more about Jesus, because, I mean, me personally, the manliest man on earth ever well, the face of the earth was Christ. And the manliest, manliest man, the man who teaches us how to be a man, is the character of the Father of God. He, show, he, he lines out the entire playbook on being a good man. And I, think, and I think we need to follow it. So, you've been listening to the Fathership Project. Peace and God bless. I thank you. I love you. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Make sure you're checking me out on social media Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Twitter and Instagram, especially Instagram, because on Mondays I'm going to share. I'm going to share some motivation to my dads on Wednesday. I'm going to share some wisdom. And then every Friday, like, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, I don't know when you listen to it. But on Fridays, you get new Fathership Project content. So you got the Mondays to be motivated. We got to start our Monday punching it in the mouth. Really start our Sunday, but that's a whole other story. Wednesday, midway hump day. Mm, let's talk about wisdom. Let's talk about application. Let's talk about looking and peeping the scene and getting new information. And let's, let's, let's talk about applying the new information in real time and then fridays fathers let's talk by checking out the fathership project so my name is demetrius early you have been listening to the fathership project i appreciate you i love you y'all have a blessed day or night i don't know what time it is i don't know what time you listen to this show y'all be blessed Play Air Media.